0: This is kind of an unusual episode. I've never done this before. This episode is rough. It is raw. I recorded it on my cell phone, and the, you will hear that the production quality isn't even that great. But I had to do it, and I had to send it to you because I thought it was such an important conversation. So let me give you a little background. I was on a call with my co-founder, Emily. You recognize her, I'm sure, from our podcast Q&As. And Emily has three kids, and I have two. And we were literally just talking as two moms about how we were handling this very real new experience of sending our kids to school without masks starting today. And I know this is a conversation that many families are having today. And so I really just wanted to send this out to you because not to tell you what to do at all, not to tell you what's right and not to prescribe anything, but to give you a little glimpse into what two moms. Had a conversation about with respect to their own children and how we were handling it. And so here is a conversation. We come at this from slightly different places and our kids are different ages. But I want to put this out for you in its raw, messy form because right now we're dealing with this in the rawest, messiest way. And that's okay. So take a listen. It's short, it's sweet, it's messy. <laughs>
1: It really depends on the social, emotional balance of what's going on with your child, like your individual child. Some children might be able to wear a mask and they don't care what other kids are doing and, you know, that's okay for them. And it doesn't affect their self-esteem or their anxiety levels or their sense of self in the classroom, whereas others are really preoccupied with what other kids are thinking or feeling or doing or telling them or they're impacted a lot more by what kids are saying to them. So I would kind of talk it out with your child, right? So like with my three kids, my daughter, I said, I think you should wear a mask. And she said, nah, no, I'm not going to. Like no one's gonna wear a mask. And I said, well, I'll send you one and then you make the decision. My middle child, I sort of did the same thing. He's a little bit more COVID anxious. He said, I struck a deal with my friend in school. We're gonna wear masks half days, the two of us. And for the rest of the day, after lunch recess, where they're, where they're more spaced out in the class, that he won't wear a mask. And my older one said he would wear a mask. You know, he said, I don't want to get sick before some of my sports tryouts. Right. But I think if I had forced them to do anything on my preference, that that could have been detrimental to their social emotional development. Right. Or it could have re- heightened their fear around COVID in a way that's just disproportionate to the risk right now, right? As like, we can only follow what we know, which is most of our, my children are vaccinated. Most of our children in our community are vaccinated. The numbers are really low, less than 2%. And so for me, the risk of not seeing other people's faces and learning social emotional cues and combined with the pressure of having to sort of like prevent COVID at all costs at all times, Was too high. And I think that's the balance that you have to make. And that's what I encourage parents to do. Yeah. Like like make a decision that doesn't take upon your anxiety, right? Like it's not projecting your anxiety around COVID or your anxiety with about your child's probability of contracting it. You have to make a more measured, you know,
0: decision. Collaborative decision
1: probability. Remember, we talked about this all the time, right? Probability, possibility, weight, right? Like, it's still possible, but it's not probable at this stage. Right? Yes. We have to keep reevaluating it. The other thing I'm saying is like, look, certain um, intersection of time. Right now is a safer, the safest possible time in some ways, right? And there are risks of not being able to have social cues and seeing each other's facial interaction. So while we can, let's take them off, right? Like, let's try it because we might have to go back to masks at some point. Right. But we do want to sort of mitigate risk and not eliminate it. And we want to mitigate also the risks of social emotional impacts on children for not seeing like their teacher's face, their peer's face and learning sort of social interaction.
0: I love that. So I had a conversation with Ollie and Sadie last night about the same thing, right? I was like, guess what? On Monday, masks are optional at school. And both Ollie, like, did a happy dance. I was like, yes! And Sadie goes, like, she's kind of not even paying attention. And Ollie, and I'm like, so Ollie, how do you... So it sounds like you feel pretty good about that. What, what, what do you feel about wearing masks at school? He's like, I hate it. Like, my nose... Gets runny and it gets all over my mask, and I don't like it, and I just can't wait to take it off. And I was like, okay. But then to me, so for me, it wasn't about managing his anxiety at all because that wasn't registering for him. And he's young enough, he just doesn't care that much about what other kids are thinking about him. He's four, right? But what I was thinking could be a potential thing that would come up is, okay, what is he going to do when there are other kids in the class who maybe are wearing a mask, and how do I help him build up a a way of anticipating the fact that he actually might have to contend with confusion around how come some people are wearing a mask and some people aren't. Sure. And so we talked about that, about how um, you get to choose whether you want to wear a mask or not. And so does everybody else and everybody else's parents. And so some kids in your class might be wearing a mask. And and what will that be like? And how will you nav- navigate that? And to just sort of remind him that, like, everybody gets to make their choice that works for them. Because I could just foresee a bunch of four-year-olds being like, why are you wearing a mask? And putting a lot of attention on the kid who might be anxious or who has a family member who might be anxious or even, like, the risk, the risk calculations don't pan out in that way for that family. Yeah. And then making that kid feel self-conscious or, you know, amplifying things for another child. And it was Sadie, who's two and a half, and was like... She literally was like, I was like, how do you feel about wearing masks? Well, she goes, I hate my mask. I throw it in the garbage. I was like, like, okay, so I have two kids who are going to feel pretty relieved by this. Yeah. And I think because, you know, we had COVID at the very beginning and have had like kind of a low health anxiety throughout this process, that's comfortable for me. Like, I'm okay with that. Yeah. But... You know, I can see families where it's there's more anxiety. And so the kids just have more kind of mixed feelings about not maybe they want to not wear a mask, but maybe they're worried about what that would mean. And it goes against all the communication they've been receiving about how dangerous it is to not wear a mask. So it's complicated.
1: There's a lot of parental anxiety. The kids who are wearing that, like, look, well, I've been very careful, but the kids who are wearing masks, um, oh, the kids who are wearing masks are from parents who are very worried and where they have a family member that's of high risk, right, right. like a really, really riskier thing for them. And so I def- I love the idea of, of teaching like empathy or sort of like reflective functioning, right? Like, why would somebody else be wearing one when I hate mine so much, you know? Or like, right. you know, or, or the kid who like likes theirs, likes to wear it, feels comfortable, like feels more comfortable wearing it and kids are kind of tough on them because of that. Too. So I like the idea of like reflective functioning, expanding our thoughts about others, you know, like being empathic in that way. And sort of like it comes back to a broader issue of everybody's different and everybody has different choices. And like this is one of these ones that we wear like sort of outwardly, you know. Love it. Yeah.
0: (sighs) Me too. um, I want to end this brief little bonus episode. With a really em- big emphasis on the fact that this is not a prescription for how you should handle masks and no masks with your family. I really wanna emphasize that there is no one right way to deal with or feel with masks coming off. Emily and I are two individual moms with our own reasons for doing the things that we do with our own kids. It doesn't mean that you have to do that with yours. But I also just wanna help parents understand that this is what conversations can look like. And that at the end of the day, the mental health of our kids, whether they're in masks or not in masks, should be the central focus of these conversations. You know, for me in this conversation, my, my interest in my focus with my kids was not on managing their anxiety because they aren't having anxiety around masks. But I did want to make sure that they are thinking about the kid who's coming to school with a mask today. Because there are kids whose families cannot unmask or are too scared to unmask and that's okay. And I don't and I really want my son to be able to think about the child who's coming to school in a mask today and what that might be like for that child and being able to remember that all of us at the end of the day are in this together. And thinking about all of our children's mental health and how they want to feel safe in this world and at school and at home. That's how we're going to get through this. So I hope that this was a helpful reminder that there's lots of different ways and no one right way to approach this, that it is hard, it is complicated, and having these conversations with ourselves, with our partners, and with our children is one of the most important things we can do to enter this transitional period with grace and to feel okay at the end of the day. So remember, we're in this together. And if you have questions about this, send them to me. Email me at hello at drsarahbrenn.com or you can DM me at Dr. Sarah Brenn on Instagram, and I will do my best to address your questions about this, potentially in a follow-up episode or certainly in another format. We got this, guys.